Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. So at least that'll give me a reference point if anything else goes up. Anyway, hey guys, what's up? We were having audio issues. Mostly me was having audio issues. Um, yeah. What's going on, YouTube? How you guys been doing? And uh, we're recording later in the week because of also me. I was working on a video. I'm sorry, guys. That's yeah, all good. Yeah, sometimes uh, whenever I work on a video, um, especially towards the end, I try to uh, I try to finish it at, not as fast as I can, but I try and take less breaks in between work because um, I mean in between the the work of the of the editing because whenever like like if i'm editing something and then i do it in like if i try to come back after like you know i edit for like let's say 30 minutes and then have to take like a quick break like it ruins the whole flow for me mm. i don't know if that ever happens yeah. to you sometimes but yeah that definitely does anything can throw me off but it's always good to finish stuff that you start that's the most important thing. Yeah, so um, what, how's your week going? What have you been up to? Man, I was streaming some DOA 6, uh, just having fun with everybody, watching Hoodless's tournament, which was cool. Oh, yeah. Um, you were uh, also streaming uh, Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, I played a little bit of MK11, which is always fun. It, it's a very stiff game, but it's fun. I think I would like Nothing Mortal Kombat a lot, at least specifically 11. Yeah, it's good. I'd recommend it. The character models are out of this world. They look really good. They look really, really good. Yeah, I'd, but I don't think I'm going to get yeah. a new game. If I'm going to pick up any game anytime soon. I think it might actually be Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters is good. Because I still have it installed. It's a game I've always wanted to get into. I just, um, I just didn't really give it its time. And then I'll learn a little bit, but then... With games like that, I just like the same thing happened with Marvel Three. I get too discouraged whenever it gets like too flashy. Oh man, don't don't even worry about that. The game I hear is like the best it's ever been because it got updated. So now that each character has like three um, assists, and then the characters got buffed so they can do more stuff in the game. Yeah, so it used to be you would need like one bar to do a minimum of like a special action, and now you need ha- half a bar. Yeah, to do the EX moves. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah. which is cool. I mean, that's really fucking dope. I just, I, I don't know, man. I just, I get in my own head sometimes, and I get discouraged, and it makes me not want to do it. But um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I've also been working at my family's barbecue pit, which is cool. Been serving a barbecue to the good people of Southern Maryland, which has been fun. I saw that you posted pics of you uh, looking crazy holding two butcher knives. Oh, yeah. I have fun with the butcher knives, man. <laughs> I love cutting up the ribs. Just hacking shit up. It's a lot of fun. Dude, I... It's great because all the people are like... They always remember my grandpa and they love how much his like special sauce for his ribs and all this stuff. It's the, cool. Is it a sauce that your grandpa makes? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool, man. I, I don't know. They even told me the recipe, so I don't know what it is. But the rest, uh, the people who work at the pit, my aunt, she knows. So, so is is this like a restaurant they own, or is this like a charity thing? Uh, we own it. It's not like a charity. It's just, um, you know, it's just like a, I would say, 
like a hole in the wall kind of place where you just go and get like a rib ribs from like a rib shack. There you go, like a rib shack. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I can cook pretty good. My family likes it when I cook. I don't like cooking too often though, but um, I might start cooking a little bit more around the house. I was telling my sister that um, like because uh, I I make a really good like Alfredo, like a fettuccine Alfredo, like with some chicken Ooh. and stuff. I can make yeah. some decent garlic bread. Um, I know how to grill pretty well, too, and I know how to season meat pretty good. At least from what I've heard, um, I've undercooked stuff before. <laughs> People definitely let oh. me know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, but no, yeah, I've gotten way better at cooking. Like uh, I worked at, um, at an Italian restaurant for a while, and I picked up like a lot of like cool little tips and tricks there. Um, and that's probably what my favorite thing to cook is like Italian seasoned, uh, chicken or pasta or chicken with pasta. Oh yeah, man. Pasta is so good. Like it's always a good time for yeah, some pasta. I do, but, uh, but my, my family, they really like it when I make like uh, an Alfredo. I just, I don't do it too often because, uh, Alfredo, it doesn't take long to, have you ever made it before? Yeah. Like cream using all that stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, you, I mean, it's, it's, it's. For a very simple recipe, recipe you just need butter, um, the uh, heavy whipping cream, um, yeah, actual Parmesan cheese, uh, not the dry, but the actual fresh, and then um, just Italian seasoning, salt and pepper, and that's, you just slowly kind of mix it until it turns into something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, they uh, they really like it. I like making it, but um, I'm gonna try. Because my sister wants to try and eat healthier, and she wants her family to eat a little healthier. And I'm always for that, too. I mean, I need to lose some weight. Um, oh, yeah. We could all eat healthier. So, I, I like, uh, I always tell my sister, I'm like, well, it's you can eat health. Like, you can eat almost anything you want, almost as long as you kind of just cook it at home. It's always just way healthier if you just cook it at home. Whether it's mm-hmm. a cheeseburger or fried chicken or just tacos or whatever you want. Yeah. So we're going to be going, probably doing a little bit more of that. So um, that I probably won't be making ribs just because I don't think any of us really have the time to be making ribs. <laughs> Man, you don't be making ribs all the time. That stuff is definitely unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like a good tangy and sweet barbecue sauce, though. Like, I miss that from Texas a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, Texas had a lot of, like, different, just different barbecue sauces that were, like, sweet. And I like it a little bit spicy as well. And I'm having a hard time getting that kind of flavor out here in California. Yeah, I order a lot of hot sauces online. Oh, really? They're good. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I never thought about ordering online for hot sauces. Yeah, especially from, like, what was it, when uh, Hot Things was super popular? I would just go on, um, no, Hot Ones. Oh, the little hot, interview okay, show. the show. Was, uh, what is it, Sean Evans, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just ordering stuff off of their website because oh. it looked good. Um, it tasted really good, too. I've made wings before, but I've never, like, sauced them up, which is unfortunate. Dude, I put their sauces on everything. Wings, pizza, ribs, <laughs> whatever I feel like it. I will put hot sauce on it. I don't care. <laughs> just get a lady's newborn baby and just be like, hold up, hold up. He's missing something. Just put a little bit of sauce on there. But like, yeah, right there on the hey, belly button. Man. Be good. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, uh, like uh, this this weekend that just passed, um, two weekends ago actually. Like uh, it was my uh, niece's uh, um, 
I don't know what you call it in English, but in Spanish, it's when uh, they put the holy water on them and then you give them godparents. Oh, like a baptism? Baptism, there you go. Like a they baptism? Yeah, and uh, so mm-hmm. they, somebody brought over some meat. They brought over some ribeye. And I was like, Ooh. but normally I don't think it's that good of an idea to grill ribeye because it's, it's too thick, man. It won't, like, unless you like it like medium rare. Which is uh, when mm-hmm. it's a little pink inside, for anyone that doesn't know. Um, which I think is the best way to eat a steak, to be honest. Hell yeah. Um, but a lot... If you eat that shit well done, you're you're crazy. Well, that's the problem. A lot of people in my family, they fucking, fucking love well done meat. And it pisses me off. Ew. Because every time I'm grilling, every doing? time like during a party or something, they're just like, oh, it's not fully cooked. And I'm like, it's fully fucking cooked. You just like crunchy ass meat. Yeah, you're just eating a boot. Like, yeah. why would you want to do that? Dude, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. And it's not just me. It's also, like, my cousins that are, like, the similar age as me. And we're just like, what the fuck is up mm-hmm. with our parents just eating this burnt-ass meat? Hey, bro, you got to have a steak nice and Dude, tender but and juicy, man. One of my uncles, I gave him, like, uh, 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 the the meat. And I and I told him it was, like, pretty well-cooked. It was pretty well-cooked on the outside. But on the inside, it was just a little, a little rare. A little, little, little rare. Um like mm-hmm. well rare or whatever you can make up a new one and um dude he ate two and he was just like man that was the best steak i've ever had and i was the only thing i could think of was like it's because you burn your meat all the goddamn time <laughs> dude you gotta have it like medium rare it's like the best it's like pink but it's not bloody it's good yeah it's like the best and that's a if you guys ever cook your meat yeah it'll, it'll bleed but once it starts kind of like once the juices start coming out like brown you're you're good of depending on what how you like your meat also yeah so how was uh how was your week um my week's been okay so okay so do you ever play paper mario hell yeah dude oh my god the first two paper marios are so fucking good i love those games the first two are really good right the first one was yeah. um i can't remember the seven stars or something like that Mm-hmm. And then the second one was the Thousand Year Door. The Thousand Year Door is the one I remember the most. Hell yeah! Because the both of them excellent games. Both of them are excellent games. The first two, the first three, were more or less made by the same people. Um, I don't know if you know. So there's there's a guy named Wooly Versus. He's from the Best Friends. Um, they used to do stuff together. Now he kind of does his own thing. Um, he's the co-host mm-hmm. of Castle Super Beast. I bring them up a lot because I like him a lot. Um, he's doing a playthrough right now of Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. And mm-hmm. I have not watched this game. The last time I played this game, because... Well, actually, Rich, when do you think the last time Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door was re-released on the Nintendo Digital Store? Because you remember how the Wii... Never? Yeah, it never was. So, it never... Yeah. After the GameCube, it never came out ever again. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, the only way you can play this game now is either through your PC with a GameCube emulator... Or if you have a Wii or a GameCube, and um, you have the actual disc. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I haven't touched Paper Mario in Thousand Year Door since I was like 13 or 14, whenever it came out. I think it came out in 2004, 2003. And so, going back, mm-hmm. and I'm watching Willie play this, and I did not realize how many adult themes this game had. Oh, yeah. The, there's a lot of adult themes. When you walk into the first town, there's a fucking noose, a noose hanging in the middle of the town 
There's a noose. Mm-hmm. There's a new. It's it's in the middle of fucking town. It's the the you get off the boat, you walk into town, and there's a news. And Mario just looks at it, and then the, the character was like, "Oh yeah, there's bad people living in this town." Dude, there's like death. There's like grief. It's a lot of things in that game. From what I remember, there's side quests where you have to uh, you have to hustle and you have to look at. Um, the other shopkeeper's items, and then report him back to this guy because he wants to start his own item, uh, his own store. And I was just like, <laughs> "That's that's illegal." Are you price gouging? <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> <laughs> Damn Mario. There's there's a there's a side quest where um where you uh were uh, not a side. It's part of the main story. It's when you go to where you do the tournament stuff, where the bat, where the guy. Where the guy is clearly, wrestlers are disappearing. You don't know where they're going, and you you get through this obstacle, and they're they're flat on the ground, and there's flies flying around them, <laughs> and you're just like, are they dead or are they not? And why is this in a Mario game? <laughs> but um, hey. but yeah. So I was watching a let's play of the Mar- Paper Mario Thousand Years Door, and just didn't realize just how many. Adult themes are there's like a wrestler who every time you try and go to the bathroom, he says he's busy and like I can't help but th- it, it gives off the impression that he's doing like steroids or something. Hey, we can imply it. We're not gonna show it. Yeah, we can imply the it. Uh, the the third chapter has like a race war between two different kinds of bugs. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I remember that. Like it's I thought it was yeah. It's where you have to like collect all of them. It's where you get the ghost, the mm-hmm. purple ghost. The purple ghost has tit physics. Yep. Yeah, I remember it with the with the the like grandma looking ghost. Yeah, she looks like the Aunt Jemima chick. Yeah, yeah. It, it it is wild that that game got. Re- I don't know how that game got released. It's wild that it even got released. It, it, I I don't think Nintendo was paying attention when they were making the game. Dude, this is this was a different age. Because there's a lot of Super Nintendo games that got away with a lot of shit. What do you mean? That you wouldn't get away with now. Just like Super Nintendo games back in the day with a, a lot of the themes. Think, um... What can I think of? Probably like Chrono Trigger. Final Fantasy, I know for sure. They yeah. had a bunch of adult themes that probably would be mature nowadays. Like, um... Oh yeah, it was it Final Dude. Fantasy VI when um the main character like literally throws herself off a cliff to try and kill herself? Ooh. That shit was not Terra. Yeah, yeah, that's her name. Yeah, that'd be like mature rated. I'm pretty sure that game was like teen or something like it's that. It's like uh, in, God, the most. in God of War and Kratos fell off the highest cliff. Yeah. Um, but okay, so was watching Paper Mario, which made, sent me down the rabbit hole of like looking through some Paper Mario stuff. And uh, so the first three games, Paper Mario. Paper Mario 2, and then I think it's Super Paper Mario. They're kind of made by the same yeah, team. Yeah, Super Paper Mario for the Wii. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, I I guess after the Thousand Year Door, Nintendo really wanted to get away from like whatever the fuck the Thousand Year Door was doing. With like, we can't have Mario price gouging. We can't have Mario coming up against dead wrestlers. We can't have him trying to solve this race war. Like he's just out there to go get Peach, and that's it. Um, after after all this stuff. You know, Paper Mario does its own thing. The sticker star, the color splash. People don't like that as much. So, yeah. 
New Paper Mario is coming out, New Origami Key, and people are trying to figure out whether it's like the old Paper Mario or the new Paper Mario. A lot of people seem to really like the old Paper Mario, except Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't seem to like it. So. Yeah, I'm kind of with the old crowd. Exactly. I went down this rabbit hole, and there's this game called Bug Fables. Have you heard of it? No. So look it up right now. It's called uh, Bug Fables. It came out just, I want to say, at the very end of last year. And it is like the spiritual successor to Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. Yeah, Bug Fables, the everlasting sapling. And this is the game I'm going to get next on my PS4 because it just came out for PS4 um, like over a month ago. Ooh. And uh, this... It looks just like Paper Mario. And this game was made by people that wanted a Paper Mario game, but Nintendo never gave them, like, a proper sequel to The Thousand Year Door. So they just kind of made their own game, modeled after not just Paper Mario, but also uh, those Game Boy games, the Mario and Luigi games, like Superstar Saga and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I love gamers. I love when gamers do shit like this. It's amazing. It's on the Switch. It's on Xbox One. It's on the PS4. Uh, I'm, it's on PC. I'm going to pick it up later this week. But uh, this game um, is its also way more in-depth than Paper Mario ever was. It's got some Hell of the same yeah. humor. Uh, it just has to deal with bugs because, you know, you can't use licensed items. But um, I don't know if you want to check this game out later. I'm going to check it out later. Oh, yeah, week. I do. But it's, um, it looks fucking rad and then what the craziest thing is that i was looking at the reviews and i was like holy shit this game got good fucking reviews almost everywhere it's got over an 80 or a 90 i'm getting this then because i've been waiting for a game to come along like super paper not super paper mario but the first two paper mario games oh yeah and not only that but i've been wanting to have like i like my I, like my rpg itch has been itching and i've been wanting to scratch it yeah like i, I love a good rpg especially during these times yeah I, like i want like something like meaty with numbers but i don't want an mmo and i don't want to play another final fantasy so i'm just like what's what's what can i play and i was looking at this i was looking at trailers earlier this week and i was like Oh, this Bug Fables looks like it's right up my alley, especially after watching all this Thousand Year Door stuff. I'm going like, oh, this... It's also more adult than uh, Paper Mario ever was because, you know, it's not its not regulated to oh. just be Mario. Speaking of bugs and, like, RPG, try out um, Hollow Knight. Uh, Hollow Knight. That, oh, yeah. Hollow that's, Knight I know, I know which one is uh, fucking amazing. That is one of the best games I've ever played, straight up. It's an amazing. It looks game. really good, and it's about bugs too. It's you will get lost in that game. It's one of the best Metroidvania. Uh, now I've I ever remember played. this game. I, so the reason I didn't I didn't get to this game was because I heard Metroidvania, and all I could think was like, oh, it's a big map that doesn't end, and that I'm not gonna lie, throws me off. Oh no, it ends, but the story is very, very good. It has a very good narrative, and the characters are awesome. That's what Trust I hear. Me. That game is that game is amazing. I would not lie to you. I'm probably I'll pro- I'll probably pick it up. I want to play this Buck Fable first though. Like this, I think I paid was it 15 bucks for Hollow Knight. I would have gladly paid 60 if I knew what I was getting. Yeah, for that for the Nintendo sick. Switch, it's 11.43 right now. Yeah, dude, worth every penny. Let me check out how much Buck Fables is because I need to see how much this is. 
but yeah, it's um. Do you know? Do you guess what their Twitter uh, their their Twitter name is for Bug Fables? I don't know. Uh, pa- <laughs> paper Bug Dev. They know. Paper Bug. <laughs> they know. They know that uh, that uh, I respect that. They know that's good. They they they're going after the the Paper Mario. All right, so I'm looking at it on the play on the PlayStation Store is twenty five bucks. Okay, I'll probably get it on the Switch. And uh, from what I hear, it's like a 30-hour game at least. Sounds good to me. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what's been going on. The other thing I did with my week is I finished my video on Apex Legends. Um, it was a little video. I don't know if I'm going to do more like it, to be honest. Um, because it only got, as of speaking, uh, like 40 views, which is sad. Oh, don't be so short-sighted. Give it some time. Yeah, I just I was hoping it would get to at least a hundred, and the fact that it got to forty kind of bumps me out a little bit because uh, I spent way too long on this video. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, it's out. I'm happy it's out. Uh, uh, I'm really I'm really just happy. Like it's it's not on my project list anymore. Um, I'm probably gonna do mm-hmm. another Apex video. I just don't know what kind. I don't know if it's gonna be like this or if it's gonna be like something else. Um, I like Apex Legends a lot, but uh, making videos for fighting games, well, DOA, and then making videos for Apex, it's so, it's so, how to describe it, it's weird. I can imagine going from a shooter to a fighting game. Yeah, I didn't think it would be as weird as it was to, like, make a video for it, but yeah, it was, because it's like, in in a fighting game, you could add all kinds of dumb effects because, like, the, the screen is just standing still. In a shooter, mm-hmm. your screen's moving depending on what you're doing. The 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 thing with it is that like I didn't realize that whenever like you're in a firefight and it, things are getting kind of intense, you don't want to add too much stuff because you want people to clearly see what's going on. Yeah, and that kind of I felt like that kind of helped me back because I wasn't I was like oh do I want to I want to add more effects I want to make this look dumber and crazier but then I was like well then at that point you could lose a sense of what's going on on the screen, what they should keep track of versus what you want to show off. Yeah. Bouncing that. that was a little bit hard. It, it, You know, I thought that was a little bit difficult with, because, like, when I was making videos for DOA, I was just like, all right, the screen doesn't move. How can I make this look exciting? And in this one, um, like, when it comes to shooting game, I'm just like, oh, the screen's moving too much. I need to make it exciting during the slow parts, but maybe during the fast parts kind of step back a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. And then um, the other thing that I... Oh, the other thing that I did is uh, I saw a show called Dave, which I was messaging you about it on Discord as I was watching it. And you said you watched yeah. it. So I want to hear... A little Dicky show. Yeah, a little Dicky. So I want to hear what you got to say about this because I didn't know that you watched it up at the... Um, yeah. Like before I watched Honestly, it. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't think it would be like your type of show. When did you watch but- it? Uh, I, w- I want to say I watched it um like a month ago, cause I saw it and people were like saying that it was really good. But every time when people keep hyping stuff up, you know, you're kind of like I don't know. So then you'll wait until like one day when you're just not doing anything and it's available, mm-hmm. and you just start watching it. And I'm like, oh shit, this is pretty good. Yeah, the- cause it's like a rapper story, but it's not like told in the way that you would think. It's not like gangsters and all kinds. Yeah, it's of not gangsters. It's really hardcore. him. 
trying to like promote himself and meeting people and making friends and like sharing life experiences sprinkled in with a little bit of rap and like the music industry and being on the grind it's and really really good and the way dave is like he seems like he's i don't want i don't think the show the show doesn't say whether he's like special needs or not but you <laughs> dude i'm well, look at the way that he talks he, he to me he he because I, I don't know i can't tell if the way his character is but he things like he's a little autistic. Or yeah, that's what I was gonna say that he might be high functioning autistic. Okay. Just the way that he talks and stuff. Because I've I can understand. I I've met people like that, and it's and it's 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 very much like that. So the, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is this is different. Like he's got he's very meticulous with his words and stuff. Yeah, he's very he's very focused on his words, and when people say things to him he's very very like focused on exactly in the moment yeah, yeah what they're saying right there and, and the, specifically what they're saying and the other thing too is that whenever he starts rapping like he doesn't rap a whole lot during the during the actual show i think he only raps maybe three times three or four times but whenever mm-hmm. he raps like i don't know about you but i get the feeling that he he doesn't know when to stop like he just keeps on going <laughs> i think i think he reads the room pretty well so I think he's he's pretty sociable and he's like a nice guy. It just seems a little bit out of his element, but he tries to like meet people halfway with how he is versus how other people are. I mean, if he's like, if he's not like high functioning autistic, he might just be like OCD. Like straight yeah, up just I could see OCD. I could definitely see OCD yeah. more than autistic, but Either one, I think, works. Because uh, I had a, I used to teach swim lessons, and I had, I taught a kid one time that had OCD, and I used to think I knew what OCD was before I met this kid. Because when I was in high school, people would always be like, "Oh yeah, I'm a little OCD about stuff," and I was like, "Okay, I didn't know what that means." I was like, "Oh, okay, you're just kind of organized and stuff." And then I met this kid who actually had OCD when I was teaching swim lessons, and this dude was liked to keep the pool organized, and if the pool was not organized, he would not feel very comfortable. And he sometimes might act out if he wasn't able to clean the pool. Yeah. And he didn't know how to get that across. One time it was really funny because you, if you've ever been to a lap pool, you know people swim laps back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. You know sometimes people bring their own equipment? Uh, like, Usually like the little they, board. Yeah, the, like the, yeah, board the little kickboard. Stuff. Yeah, the yeah. kickboard. So, dude, one time... He was there, and he picked up everyone's kickboard, <laughs> and then we had a whole bunch of swimmers that got to the edge of the pool. They're just like, "Where's my stuff?" And we had to explain oh, to them. Uh, I was like, "Oh no, he's just or he's just kind of organizing them." Well, uh, and he was nice enough to bring it back, but it 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 was it took him a moment to like adapt to that, and it, it, that mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of Dave. Yeah, but um, he's, he's good. It's it's a oh, cool fucking show. OCD? I, I can see him being a little OCD. I could totally see him being OCD, but it, it it's either, regardless whether he has something or whether he doesn't, because it could just be the way the character. It's a show. It's based on fantasy. It could be literally anything. It could mm-hmm. just be that's just the way that character is and the way it's written. That's what he's designed for. Either way, it's really cool the way it goes around because it almost feels like he's interacting with the rest of the world and he's just a little different. Yeah, but. The characters are very good. Like the dialogue seems very real. Yeah. Like 
oh. 2020, you having like a real conversation. Oh, dude, every with conversation that he had with Gata, I loved with, it. With Gata, I loved it. Every single conversation yeah. with Gator, because I was like, uh, <laughs> especially when he got to like the the Breakfast Club, I'm like, who's this guy? He's like, oh, that's Gator, that's my friend. It's like, so you just walk around with a black token friend? <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like, don't you think it's co- cultural appropriation? He's like, it might be a little bit, you know, I'm I'm a little bit dumb, but you know, <laughs> hey, if that's how I met my best friend, <laughs> you know, I guess I am. But um. My favorite episode was the one where Gata had his breakdown because I know people that that were like like I have people in my family that are like that where when they realized that something was was wrong with them they did not know how to handle it and that response like especially when he got what was going on in like the shoe store and how stuff was going down and how he thought people were getting mad at him and stuff and like when he broke mm-hmm. down, like that's such a real fucking response. That's legitimately yeah. how people act in that situation. And I've seen that happen so many times, and it's so cool that like that's such a that that's such a that's such a real response. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was such a agree. poignant moment. Like that was when I messaged you, where I was like, "Oh, this show's really good, dude. You got to watch the show." Yeah, I realized it was really good when. Uh... Dave understood that he was kind of losing his girlfriend and he was being a little bit selfish with his dreams, not listening to his girl. I, that really like was really good because she gave that whole speech and he realized that he was being an ass. And I think a lot of people, me and myself included, kind of get lost in our own dreams. Yeah. And we don't really look at the big picture of life and look in our relationships and start valuing people. That was like some really insightful shit from that show. I didn't expect that to go like that deep and that well. Um, it was really good. I, I've watched a couple of Hulu shows and some Hulu shows like they're a little bit like that. Um, like there's another Hulu show that I like. I don't know if you'll like it, but um, it's called Casual. I don't know if you heard of it. It's very uh, uh, sounds. It's familiar. a Hulu original. It's um, the first. I think the first two seasons are pretty good. Um. The second two seasons or the third season, I can't remember what it was. It's it does a little bit of a time skip where it's like four years later, um, and uh, it's interesting. It brings up a lot of like really cool relationship things, but then at some points it gets a little bit too serious, and then there's some serious stuff like like um, I don't know, like sexual harassment or se- or like um, um, what's not not I, w- I wouldn't want to say rape, but when someone like. Or it's not even sexual assault, but like kind of close to it, and it almost like doesn't take it as serious as it should be, and then like coercion. Yeah, sorta. Like I don't, I don't know how to describe it other than like it, it's funny and well, it tries to be funny, and sometimes it is funny, and then other times it's a little, it's a little dark. Sort of, I like. I don't. I don't know if it's that's the right word. It's like it takes on like these really serious themes, and then it makes them seem like not tone deaf. Yeah, I would say a, a little tone deaf, but now, I don't know. It's like somewhere between like tone deaf and not valuing what it's saying enough. I don't know. Okay, but um, that uh, it, when they were giving that speech, it reminded me a lot of that show because that show ends in a similar manner to that. Oh, okay. Yeah, where like you know, person gives a big speech, and then person realizes what they did or didn't do wrong, and then the kind of the show just kind of ends right there, like a little bit after that. Yeah, 
But um, but yeah, but good show. Really, that last episode of the first season is really good. I did not expect them to go to the Breakfast Club. Yeah, or even just it was interesting. Yeah, that that, that. there was a lot of like celebrity cameos. Yeah, like, Trippy Red showed up. YG, um, the Marshmallow dude. I didn't DJ know. Dude. I didn't even know YG was a real person. I thought I was a made up uh, person. No, for that's the show. a real rapper, man. Yeah, because they kept talking about. It. I was just like, is this a real rapper? Is this someone they just made up for the show? Because I just thought it was someone they made up for the show. Then it went to show and I looked yeah. up and I was like, oh, okay. Taco from Odd Future was in there. Was um, cool. just a Bieber was in there. Um, yeah, just a B. The Beeb showed up. I remember. Yeah, they. Uh, um, yeah, it's a. Uh, oh, what's her name? Cor- the Kardashian chick. One of them was in there. Oh yeah, Courtney Kardashian. She was in there. He talked yeah. to her at the campfire at a uh, Bieber's house. He was like, "Where's Justin Bieber?" He's like, "Justin Bieber doesn't come to his own parties." <laughs> he was like, "What?" But it's 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 a good fucking show. It's a. I really do recommend. Uh, that show uh a lot it's uh it's it's really solid yeah but yeah that good funny good themes good message Mm -hmm. good show yeah good all good all the way around um but yeah that was pretty much it for my week just uh all that bull crap (laughs) oh yeah i also fought like a bunch of high level doa players this week shout outs to um what is it hajin shinobi and blackberry i played them a bunch oh how's blackberry I, i see i follow him on twitter Oh, Blackberry's doing good, man. I'm glad he finally got back to playing more DOA or at least streaming it. I think he's like kept up playing it kind of off stream, but now it's good to see him on stream, just entering a bunch of different tournaments and doing well. You know, he was a good pillar of the community. I think a lot of people liked him more than he think because they definitely missed him playing. I did too. Man, that's what DOA needs. It needs more. <laughs> it definitely needs more leaders. Yeah, I like to see people playing, having a good time. I, it it sucks when people just kind of give up and they're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. No. Move on to something else. I can understand it, but the selfish part of me wants to see you play a game that I enjoy. That's a good way of putting it. That's true. Like, I gave somebody a copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I was like, I want to see you streaming it because I want to see... I want to see you yeah. streaming it. <laughs> hey, I'm not afraid to say I'm kind of selfish in what I want to see. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And um, he got he was getting a little bit pissed during the last boss fight, and I was like, "Hey, the the because you played remake, right? You pass it." Yeah. I'd be okay. Here. The second to last boss fight where you fight those three people, that fight is bullshit. Oh, when they transform into Bahamut? That fight is oh, so much man, bullshit. That shit suck, man. Yeah, I remember that, that is like the only... Every other fight in the game, whether it's bullshit or not, I think it's... You can kind of figure out the strategy and kind of get over it. That fight mm-hmm. is the only fight where I'm like, this is bullshit. This is... These guys, they're either too strong or you're not doing enough damage or it takes too long to stagger them. And then when they transform into Bahamut, like if he... If you get to the point where Bahamut does his um, attack, whatever it is... Um, Mega Flare, um, yeah, they're all dead. Yeah, they're, they're dead. Dead. Yeah, and it's like if you don't have over like at least two thousand points of health with one character, then they're dead. It's it's such a bull. I fucking hate that fight. It's such a bullshit fight. Yeah, I had to use like I think oh, I forgot the strategy to use for it, but I had something similar happen in Persona Five where I got to like a bullshit fight, and they want you to use this like one specific mechanic called like baton passing at the right time, but then he'll fuck up your team so they can't baton pass and you're like why why 
why would you do this? Why would you put this in the game? <laughs> no, and then uh, he was also. It took him like I think six tries to get through the Rufus fight, which because the Rufus fight in in oh remake, the Rufus fight I did that on like the second try I think. But it's it's a really unique fight because that fight plays way more like a Devil May Cry fight than than an oh, RPG yeah, it fight. Does. Um, like you got to parry. You can't just run in and attack him every time. Like you, you have to parry. You got to parry. You got to you got to memorize the order that they do their attacks in, and you have to attack at the right time. Um, and you you really have to like take advantage of every opening you get. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a mm-hmm. it's a gimmicky fight. It's a, it's my favorite fight of the whole game. But it's um, they did not like how yeah. how it was gimmicky. I really liked that because it was like a good. It's like a dance. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Had a good rhythm to it. Also, uh, for anyone that's playing remake right now, or if you already passed it and you didn't know, if you start the Rufus fight, if the first thing you do is attack Rufus, you'll get like an extra cutscene in the in that fight. <laughs> yeah, he probably fucks you up. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly it. But it's it's uh, that's an optional thing. If you play the fight like how you're supposed to, you wouldn't get that cutscene. Hmm. But um, other other than all that stuff, um, that that's cool. Uh, as far as, let's get to gaming news. Hell yeah! All right, so um, I wrote down some things here that happened during the week. Um, some stuff that I liked. Uh, the first thing is that Ninja started streaming on YouTube, which isn't which probably isn't that big of a deal for a lot of you guys. But unlike you, Rich, I hop around from live stream platform to live stream platform. And I think it's very yeah. good when other live stream platforms start competing with each other. It is. It's good for everyone. It, Competition is healthy. Which is why it's bullshit that Mixer shut down. Imagine being so racist you shut down a whole company over one of your emails. You <laughs> <laughs> could have pulled out the racism card already? Damn. We're pretty deep into the podcast now. <laughs> Dude, I just hate that like Mixer like shut down so quick, so fast. Racism. That's some funny shit. Because um, that 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 was like literally the guy said, "Oh, I don't like how Mixer treated me as an employee of color," and then leaked one of the emails, and then the the, the next day after, Microsoft is selling its uh, Mixer assets to Facebook. You're like, what? Holy shit, is that real? No, yeah, yeah, that was real. What the fuck? I didn't know that. That's nuts. Well, I mean, now damn that Facebook deal could have been going on for a while. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I. It, it, if it's a deal at companies that big, it was probably going on for a while. Now, I don't know if that leaked email just kind of accelerated the whole process. I don't know about that one. Because, uh, I mean, if you make a company look bad before it fully goes through the selling process, they could. what if they just decide to drop it? What if Facebook was like, no, you have a toxic work environment. We don't want any of that. Isn't it? I feel like there's a term for that. There is. I just don't know what it is. There are people yeah. people smarter than us. They know that term. Like sabotaging a contract so you get it so you get to buy something at a lower deal. Yeah. No. That's uh. That's what they were saying that could have happened because because of that. Like they could have said, hmm. like Facebook. Be, we, the the moment all that stuff leaked out, Facebook's like, look, we were already going to buy it, but this is going to give you bad publicity. So now we're going to buy it at a lower price or whatever. Yeah, it sounds like some kind of bad publicity or defamation. To get like cheaper price of buying something, because um, because Facebook did offer Ninja close to sixty million dollars so that he could stream on their platform. 
And he said sure? no. Which is which should tell you about the quality of Facebook streaming. Which is uh no which is sixty million dollars no. Dude, me saying no to playing video games on a live stream, man. Um, I don't trust. I'll take half of that. I don't trust Facebook, dude. Every day that passes by, I get so close to deleting my Facebook. Fuck Facebook, but I still, I would still make Facebook. money off of that. Did you ever have Facebook? I still have it. I don't use it as much. I only like it for memes. I don't care about people telling me about what ice cream they ate today. I absolutely don't, and I don't care about pictures of your fucking kids either. Sorry, I don't. Only my family. I only care about their kids because they're related to me. Yeah. And just being real. No, and because there's the only people that are really happy added on Facebook now is, see, it used to be a whole bunch of lifeguards that I worked with. And then some of them mm-hmm. unfriended me. And then others just kind of went away and just never talked to again. Now, the only people that seem to be active on it are family members. And that's, to me, that's just annoying more than anything. It can be. But I like the memes. They're good. It's a good way to share memes. But yeah. A lot of people like Everything memes. else is stupid because I don't care about your fucking opinion on Facebook, to be honest. I don't care <laughs> about anyone's stupid ass opinion on Facebook about any issue. I don't. But um, Ninja didn't want Facebook, so he didn't want any of their opinions. Uh, <laughs> hey, so yeah, instead, Ninja stream was streaming to YouTube. Um. It's not anything official, but I predicted that he was going to go to YouTube because of how Twitch fucked him over by playing pornography on his uh, Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once again, I think it's, like like we said, it's, it's good competition is good competition. I don't know what that means. Like, I wish, like, YouTube would just redo their whole live streaming, like, stance. I hate how, like unoptimized it is yeah, it's kind of strange and that's part of the reason why i don't go into like zakurai streams because it's like youtube i don't feel like going on youtube i like twitch it's nice it's organized it's simple i like it but youtube is always i gotta like find shit i don't like finding shit but uh the the thing with twitch is that it's organized so well to the point where it doesn't there's not much you can do on twitch to do search engine optimization you can do that on YouTube. You can't do that on Twitch. Yeah. Because, like, here, watch. This is the official, like, gaming hub of, uh, I'll put it in the Discord of uh, YouTube. This is what it looks like. I don't know if you've ever actually been to it. It's technically a big-ass YouTube channel that encompasses a lot of uh, different YouTube streams. Yeah. And this, I just don't like it because one, okay, it shows the top live games, whatever. Free Fire is always up there. It's the most popular mobile game in the world or something. Um, Then it will give you some recent like event stuff. Then it'll give you stuff that's recommended based off your subscriptions. And if you go down a little bit lower, it might give you some live streams. But like, if you wanted to find a live stream, it is so hard to find an, li- an actual live stream on YouTube. Yeah, it's annoying. You go to Twitch, it's just two clicks away you type in the game you want to see and then you click the person's stream who you think is cool like because if i wanted to like look at apex legends i'm looking at it right now i'm typing it into youtube search bar so if i put apex legends the first thing that pops up is you know different videos about what's going on no live streams 
For me to try and find live streams, I have to do it one of two ways. I either go into the filter under the search bar, uh, go to the features, click live, and then it'll pop up all the live streams. Yeah, I'm or, not doing all that. Or I can type in Apex Legends live streams. And uh, the, the, the other annoying thing is that like uh, whenever you type in a specific game, YouTube will generate it as a topic because I don't know why. And it's just, it's so fucking frustrating because there's so much potential. And for all the cool shit that YouTube does, there's so much goddamn potential in this. And it just all gets wasted. How would you feel if YouTube Live was like a separate website from the regular YouTube? How would you feel if I told you that that was something that actually was real a year and a half ago? Yeah, didn't they? Like, what was it? Facebook Gaming? They had uh, something called YouTube Gaming, which was its own separate live oh, stream. Oh, yeah. Though. But YouTube they said Gaming. that it there was separating go. the audiences too much, so they canceled it. I mean, they could be affiliated. Like, if you have a YouTube account, you have a YouTube Gaming account. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, I don't, I just, I don't know why they organize it like this. It's so, it's so much bullshit. It's like Twitch and YouTube both do separate things. They're like two sides mm-hmm. of the same coin. They, they, Twitch has been putting in more features that look that make it look a little bit more like YouTube. YouTube puts in more features that make it look a little bit like Twitch. But they, for as big as they are and for all, all this money that they have, they sure as fuck like don't optimize a lot of their shit. No. And that's another YouTube conversation. It's, just, it's annoying because everything is just based on the algorithm. And that's why like a lot of people get annoying. Like... When you pick that fucker, what's his name? The quarterings video. Yeah. You watch one quartering video and everything about this dude pops up. And it's like, fam, I don't want to see this guy talk about SJWs for the next two years. I don't care. I've seen one video. I don't want to see 80 more about some stupid bullshit. And YouTube just wants that algorithm click so bad. I'm like, come on, man. Give me something else. And then- I don't even follow this dude. And then uh, Twitch has its own algorithm, except it's based a little bit more strictly on numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more popular streamer, you know, higher they are up. Which is an algorithm, which is why it's illegal to view bot. But it's um, it's it's bullshit. That, that's a fair. That's a fair algorithm though, because you can go in there. You know what you're going to expect when you see someone with like a thousand people in their stream. You're probably not going to get that one-on-one connection. You're not going to talk to a streamer like that. So you know you're going to be part of like a bunch of people, which is why the algorithm is fine to me. Yeah, it's fine. The only thing I don't like is that it just I just think it favors the people that are already popular a little bit too much. Yeah, but people know if you want a better conversation with people, better interaction, you got to go lower. Unless so they know that. Unless you're new to Twitch and you don't know what you're doing. Oh, well, that's on you. You got to figure it out. Yeah, but the other that's that sucks because you can't because once again, that's that's one layer removed away from. So on YouTube, when it comes to like watching stuff on YouTube, that layer just kind of isn't there. I mean, you do have to figure it out, but it's not as like overbearing as it is on Twitch. Yeah, I mean, I give the average viewer is pretty decently smart. I mean, you have a yeah the internet average, connection. You found Twitch, the, so the average PC viewer. Right there, you go. Because if they're on mobile, mobile's a whole... I hate using Twitch on mobile. Oh, I don't even get on that, so... Yeah, it's 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 fucking 
bullshit. Um, yeah, but they know what they're looking for. They're aware. All right. The the other thing we got here on the docket is um. Do you play? Did you play Man of Medan? No, I watched a live stream of it. I wasn't very impressed. Uh, it's really cool. It's way more um. It's uh okay. So you know you played Until Dawn though, right? Yeah, I liked Until Dawn. Okay, it's fun. So Man of Medan is is slower than Until Dawn. It's shorter. Yes. Yes. But it's got way, way, way more branching paths. Mm-hmm. Stuff can get really different in each other's um, playthroughs. Um, and also, un- unlike Until Dawn, uh, Man of Madon has like a lot of different endings. Yeah, from the outside looking in, it just seems kind of boring compared to Until Dawn. I think it's boring uh, if you're watching it. Oh, okay, okay. I like history. And Madame Madon pulls a lot from history. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like it. I think people that may not be into that as much, or maybe people that don't understand that aspect of how it it, de- it deals a little bit with history, may not like it as much. Because the Madame Madon, which is based on the story of the Ugan Madon, which may or may not have been a real ship, because there were real-life newspaper articles on it. Um, that, uh... That was something that kind of did happen in the real world. There's a movie about it. There's books written about it. Well, not books, but articles. Maybe books. I don't know. There might be a book. I got no idea. And at this point, there's yeah. a game. Um, it, it is like the closest thing you could get to like a real life ghost ship story. Yeah, but to me, it looks like if I could compare something like Until Dawn looks like Friday the 13th. So you got teenagers that are attractive, you know, the, your tropey characters, but it's fun. It's stupid. It's fun. Man of Dawn looks like a psychological thriller that looks kind of like it doesn't seem like it'd have that much of a payoff, especially since it's in like a video game format. It just looks kind of not as entertaining. Uh, I, I think if you would play the game, I think you'd get it better. Yeah, possibly. Because I think there's a lot that you miss out in terms of um, world building. Especially, once again, the history lore. If you just watch it. Because when you're watching someone stream it, more likely that person probably isn't going through all the little details as if you were doing it on your own. Mm-hmm. But it, I see this is like a setting up for like a sequel coming up. Yeah. So, So, do you know what the Dark Pictures Anthology is? Yeah. Okay, so it's um Supermassive's kind of I think or the original their original plan was to release like one of these until dawns like one per year. Little Hope, I think you'll like it a lot more because um I feel like it's going to be a little bit closer to Dead by Daylight. Yeah, it looks cool. Not not like they're in a town. Not, I like it. Not gameplay was, but literally there's chains and the chains are literally dragging people in that in the trailer. Yeah, that one looks kind of yeah. That looks a little more my speed. Yeah, like I said, uh, Madame Madon, while it focuses a little bit on the history, uh, our little hope seems to focus a lot more on fantasy. Hell yeah! And that's one thing I like about this Dark Pictures anthology is that, dude, you're gonna get all like one of these like um, Until Dawn, like the caliber of Until Dawn games. Or Until Dawn game, because there's only one. But for different tropes of horror. Yeah. 
So you got like, oh, we found this ancient relic. We don't know what it does. Or, ooh, there's a potential ghost or demon in this town. Or I don't even know what they're doing after Little Hope. Yeah, there's one more left. No, there's <laughs> there's not one more left, dude. There's three more left. There's three more left? Yeah, they oh, uh, they made a... I after Little Hope, it was done. They well, made... Not after Little Hope. There's one more after Little Hope. There's a... um, There's... They... uh what's what's it called um um uh, supermassive games they did a, mm-hmm. a five game deal with bandai namco oh okay yeah so this is this is the second one uh little hope but do you know what's also cool about man of Madon? is that uh there's a regular version of the game and there's the, then there's the curator's cut which is the version i have which is um where it kind of takes whatever timeline you follow and it shows you the alternative timeline to what was going on in that timeline. Interesting. So, like, you know how in Until Dawn you were able to play as, like, um... Fuck, what were the characters' names again? Um, you can just say what they were, like... Okay, uh, the white the white dude that pretended to be cool, and then the actual other white dude that was... Dude. Yeah, the goofy dude. Um, with the With the blonde hair. And then the other yeah. guy who ended up being like one of the more main characters towards the end of the game, Chad. Yeah, the Chad. <laughs> I just yeah the Chad. There you go. <laughs> so like you know how you know how there's one scene where they were like trying to take Josh to the barnyard or something like that, and it was both of you guys together. Yeah, Doctor Robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um. Like, Madame does this thing where, like, you know how at some point you two had to separate? Mm-hmm. And so in Madame Madon, if you get the per, the curator's cut, so you can do your first playthrough of whatever this happened, and then with the next playthrough, you can figure out what, what was going on while you were doing that. Like, what was going on on the oh, other side? Oh, I get you. Yeah. yeah. And so, okay. so not only do you have different permutations of all these different options you already kind of have all over the table... But mm-hmm. at the same time, you have the other side of those options of people that are around that area, and you can really see kind of what's going on. You can, unlike Until Dawn, you can get like a really full circle of everything going on in Madame Madon. Yeah, like a good timeline yeah, of what and, every character was going through. And the best way you can experience that is by playing that game online. Because I get you. You can't play, you cannot play Madame Madon with random people. But if you know somebody else that has the game, you two would be controlling the same characters in the same rooms, but also going through different different things within that timeline. Gotcha. So, like, let's say character A was exploring the kitchen while character B was exploring the hole. You two would both be doing that while fi- figuring out stuff and doing, like, uh, those QTEs that could be affecting each other. It's Madame is so much cooler when you play with, online with somebody else. Okay. Because you get the, the A role of the, the story, and then you get the B role of what's going on on the other side of that story, and you guys are both doing that at the same time. See, then I'd like to see, like, two people live stream it so I could see, see at the same time. And that was something cool that you could do on Mixer. But then, 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 but then uh, Mixer shut the fuck down. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... um. Little Hope, uh, basically, is I don't know what that I, I honestly don't know what it's gonna be like, but just based on the on the little town, it reminds me a lot of Dead by Daylight. At least like the yeah, kind of monsters cool. that are in there. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. That one looks really cool. 
Oh, and then um, the other thing we got on here is that uh, um, this sign right here. Oh, <laughs> the racist shit. Yeah, this sign got removed from Call of Duty, which I totally disagree with. Yeah, that's a hard one to decipher. Because I totally get that there's white uh, nationalists that that like to use this. And I know that there's a lot of that. And I know there's a lot of edgy teenagers that like to go like all the time. But I mean, I was using this when I was a kid, and it meant absolutely yeah. nothing. We kind of did that sometimes. I never did this, but I'm I'm a big fan of the thumbs, thumbs up. up. That seems universal. Well, I did this just because I saw it in cartoons all the time. You're like yeah. you're like Homer. Okie dokie. Yeah, and nobody ever, and well, nobody had a problem with it up until these white, pe- these racist ass white people appropriated it, appropriated yeah. it. Then yeah. it makes it a problem. Yeah, but I get it. Like you got the Proud Boys going like all the time. I wouldn't blame any company for removing that if that happened. I mean, that kind of makes sense. It does, but at the same time, I feel like removing it kind of, um, like it you're kind of giving more power to them by removing it because you're legitimizing that it's a worry. That's true. And that that's that's the only thing I don't like about it cuz I think the best way to get rid to get rid of some of these like quote unquote hate symbols is just to it's going to sound ignorant but to for the most part ignore the people that use them. Yeah, I mean, they've tried in the past like people have tried to wear the Confederate flag and Try and make it not seem like it was a, um, you know, a relic of racism. Like a bunch of rappers tried to wear it to say that it's just a southern thing, blah blah. blah which is fine if that really means it when to you. When was that? Uh, I think Kanye West did it, and I'm pretty sure Ludacris did it before. That's why I can see Ludacris because he's from a southern state, isn't he? Yeah. Georgia? Is he from Kanye- Georgia? Yeah, he's from Georgia. Yeah. And I think Kanye just tried to like take it back or something like that. Dude, know. Kanye tried taking back Jesus. Yeah, and Multiple I think Joey times. Badass was another one. He tried to take the swastika and make it a thing. Oh, like, that that's a hard one. I think that one. Yeah, you might only be able. Yeah, to... it is like um. But yeah, because you know how it has that design. He tried to make it like forty-seven. Yeah. Like because that was a number of the people in his crew pro mm-hmm. era, but it didn't go over so well. Like there was a big. Uh, article about in the paper like people are drawing all these swastikas all over the place and it was actually like joey badass is like 45 symbol but it's oh. gonna be a hard sell because it's literally shaped like a swastika so if you don't pay attention if you don't know who joey badass is you're like who the fuck is drawing swastikas all over my city oh i see i'm looking at the symbol right now yeah yeah it, it's look it up. it's uh it's not a 45 but it's a it's a 44 and one of the fours is upside down no, it's supposed to be 47. Oh, no, yeah, okay, okay, then, yeah, I see the 47. I thought, yeah. okay, yeah. No, yeah, that that, that looks a lot like it. Yeah. <laughs> that looks, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help so, that he put it with a red background. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you debut that at, like, a concert. People might get the wrong idea, like, hold up, man. What are you, what are you throwing up all these swastikas for, Oh, dude. dude, imagine going to the first concert where he debuted that and he didn't tell anybody because in his mind he was probably like, dude, this is going to be such a smart marketing campaign. Oh, man. Shout out to Joy Badass, though. He's a good rapper. But maybe the 47 swastika wasn't the best idea. Oof. 
Um, but the thing with the swastika is that that, that was originally an Indian uh, symbol. Um, and it didn't look exactly how um, how uh, Hitler's swastika used. Um, yeah, here we go. The, have you ever seen the original swastika design? No. All right, here, I'm going to put it in the Discord. Uh, I don't know. It didn't go in there. All right. Well, the original swastika design looked very much like a... Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll put it right here. It looks it looks Indian. It looks very, very traditionally Indian. Um, and then I don't... They, oh, yeah. They, the Hitler Germany totally appropriated the shit out of it. They turned it on its side, and then um, they they did a 45-degree angle on it, and then decided to uh, keep it. Yeah, for all you guys out there... Stay away from the swastika, even if it looks close to it. It's probably not the best idea. Yeah. Sanskrit. Oh, it's Sanskrit. Oh, wow. Huh. That's funny because the Sanskrit are like some of the nicest people ever in the world. They look almost like Indians, but they have a turban on their head. Mm-hmm. Um, some people confuse them for Muslims. They do not like that. Yeah, I would imagine they don't. I wouldn't do that in these days. But um, yeah, that uh, that is uh, fuck, dude, forty-seven swastika. That's <laughs> <laughs> like you can't get that shit out of your mind, huh? No, because I'm saying, why did he put a red background? You gotta like, ask why Joey, can, man. Why can't you do like green or or blue or anything but red? Like that, I think that's what makes it look as bad as it is, is because it's red. <laughs> It's like all these colors of the rainbows, and you choose red. Gotta but, talk um, to the bad man. But yeah, I mean, you're—I see what you mean with the Confederate flag thing. I—I t- I totally see what you mean. Where um, I don't—I don't know what the right solution is to any of this, but I don't think banning that symbol. I just don't think it should have been done. But at the same time, I, like I get why they do it. They're probably—they're probably more than anything being precautious. Right. Before it yeah. get, because I can that can totally turn into like the new form of teabagging or edging. Yeah, you, you don't want that because it's better to be proactive than reactive these days. Yeah, because then they're just gonna try and cancel your fucking game. Granted, they should have canceled Call of Duty Modern Warfare over their fucking storage size. That game is. I mean, granted. I don't even like Call of Duty anymore. It's been the same fucking game since I had an Xbox 360, so I don't really care about it, but hey. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, uh, did you see the new uh, PS5 box art? Oh yeah, I like it. It's did, you cool. see, did you see the new Xbox box art? No, I haven't that seen That came out either. just this week as well. Um, it came out like right after the... Uh, the PS5 box art. I, I did put it in the docket, but um, it looks really cool. It looks... Yeah, it looks, yeah the Xbox one? Can you yeah. put it in the Discord? Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, here we go. Because I, like I like the PS5 one. I wish the case would have been, like, white or something, and they kind of matched it off of the Yeah, off of I don't the console. know. I don't think they should have gone with the blue case again. Yeah, they should have went with, like, a white case or something. That would have been really cool. What yeah, the hell? Yeah. The Xbox One looks the same. 
it looks the same, but one thing that I like is that unlike the PS5 box art in the front, it tells you exactly where you're getting 4K HDR smart delivery. I like that. That's fair. And it says it works for the Xbox Series X and it works for the Xbox. God, man, that's a dumb. They should have named their shit differently, though. Yeah, Xbox Series X, Xbox One X box. I'm like, what is these names? 720 would have better better name than that. Yeah, they should have just called the X. Yeah, but the PS5 case is a little bit better, but even so, they should have used like yeah. a white case and put I, like blue as the white. That would have been way cooler. I I think the PS4, I think the PS5 case looks so lazy, dude. It does. Like compared it's to the same as the four. Yeah, like this is like. It's the same. I'm pretty sure it's going to use the same kind of box, too. It is. Because of my bro. Make the case white. Change the colors. And make the white blue. So it matches the console a little better. Or You know what they should have done? You know what would have been really cool? A black case. Hell yeah. Black case would have been cool. Just black any, or white. Yeah, just just anything. I don't know. Just I like the Xbox One. The, the Xbox Series X box. Uh, fuck these names. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these names. I like uh, the Xbox Series 1 Xbox <laughs> box. I like case the, art. I like the Xbox Series X box art better because um it just tells you exactly what you're getting on the box and I just wish I wish it wouldn't be named that. I wish I wish they would have done something else. Yo, my favorite is like all the people arguing. They're like, but the Series 1 has 4K gaming and blah, blah, blah. The whole time at home, they don't even have a 4K fucking TV or monitor. Dude, like, yeah. Shut up, dude. <laughs> and even that, like my, the PS4 Pro is 4K and uh, it works cool. But like if you don't have a 4K TV, um, it will super sample some stuff in TVs that don't have a 4K signal. But even then, it's just like you don't you don't you you want to get it for the 4k stuff and even then even if you have a 4k tv unless your tv is big enough unless your tv is actually big enough you're not going to be able to tell the difference between 1080p and 4k then you're gonna have a bunch of monitor lag too yeah that too because people don't check refresh rates on their shit but hey that's just me yeah most tvs i think are like 3ms which is mm. which is slower than um no no I think no I think they're five ms and I think your monitors like your actual PC monitors are way faster like three four five times faster than that mm-hmm. um let's see and then uh, the last thing on this uh, docket that I that I have written down oh no, no this is what you wrote, you added this the Far Cry six mm-hmm. which and uh, Ubisoft conference were you uh are you a big fan well are you a fan of ubisoft or far cry no i hate them well i hate ubisoft i don't why i played like one of the far cry games they just make the same game over and over it's just kind of boring now at this point they do and i don't see why people keep giving in the money especially with fucking assassin's creed like oh my god after black flag i'm just i can't play this series anymore yeah, it's, and well, now to those it's, who enjoy it, I'm more power to you. It's just I can't do it. Um, I don't know. I'm never. 
I've never really played that many Ubisoft games outside of like Rayman. Yeah, you're not, I don't feel like you're really missing much, man. I can't tell you, oh, this is a must play, this is a must buy. So, um, wait, I mean, maybe Mass Effect is Mass Effect Ubisoft? No, it's it's EA. They're not, then. Let's so see. What's the Ubisoft games other okay. than Far Cry and Rainbow Six? They they own Rainbow Six. They own okay, Watch Rainbow Dogs. Six is good. They own Watch, Watch Dogs. Is getting kind of tired. Assassin's Creed. Super tired. The Division, which is one of their newer franchises. Hell no! That first one was very bad. Ghost Recon. It was cool back in the day. Now I'm I'm not so sure. For Honor. Don't care. Everyone dropped it. And Far Cry. Those are their main franchises. Far Cry. I'm not missing much. And then when it comes to Assassin's Creed, Ghost of Tsushima seems like the evolution of that. Ghost Um, of Tsushima is like what Assassin's Creed should be now. um, They also own the crew. But I've never actually played any of the, uh, any of those games. Oh, the racing game? Yeah. I see Blank October playing that sometimes. Um, they also have Just Dance, which I just got that for the kids uh, on their Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's not bad. And when I yeah, dude, that's a great party game. Like you're at a party, you guys don't know what to do. Someone get Just Dance, pop it in. Tr- you're gonna have a hell of a time. Yeah, I'm not mad at Just Dance. Yeah, no. Just Shout that- out to Amaranth. Who's that? Amaranth, the booby streamer who plays Just Dance. Oh yeah, you should check her out one day. It's, it's an interesting experience to be in one of her streams. Just check it out. You don't have to follow her. Just but, um, watch. But Just Dance, it's it. That's a good party game. Like that's legitimately a good party game. Like if you're having a get together with friends, go ahead and pop it in. Like you'll you'll have a good time. Um, yeah, yeah. For Honor is probably their most recent, their most unique game, recently. Yeah, it was marketed really well, but then when I saw the gameplay, I'm like, this looks like it's going to get boring by, like, the next week of playing this game. Yeah, and that was the biggest criticism when it was released, but they've added so much stuff to it now, so much free stuff, too, that um, it's probably worth giving it another shot. Yeah. That's the I only mean, that's game okay. that I would want to play from them. Yeah, because I've seen Rakudo stream it, and if Rakudo is, like, kind of off of it now, that kind of speaks to a lot, because that seems like his kind of game, like history old kind of warriors and stuff i also like a lot of aesthetically how um how far cry looks ever since like far cry 3 i think um yeah and they have the dude from uh what is it breaking bad in there now uh i have no idea dude i don't know shit yeah. about Washington, uh, but they have gus from breaking bad that like half black half spanish dude he's really oh, cool oh the one from the trailer yeah 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 He's in Far Cry now, which is cool. Um, I don't know. Like, Far Cry is always a series I wanted to try since at least Far Cry 3. I've just never bought the game because I've never really had enough money for it. The Crew is something I like to try because I like to try different kinds of racing games. Um, that looks kind of cool. You can just cruise the whole U.S. That's kind of badass. But that's the thing. It's like, if a racing game's too open, it, it completely throws me off. I can see that. Yeah. Um, cause like, like my favorite racing game is Need for Speed, um, oh, what the hell was it called? It came out in 2011. The Need for Speed Need for, for 2011. Speed. 2011? Yeah. Um, 
Not the run. Shit. Where are the 2011 Need for Speed games? Uh, I can't remember 2011, but I no, know no. Need for Speed, Pro Street, no, uh, Underground, no, Most Wanted. Underground was great. Most Wanted. The re yeah. the remake the remake of Most Wanted because there was a Most, Most Wanted, Wanted that okay. came out in two thousand four, there was another one that came out in twenty eleven or twenty twelve. Yeah, that it was Most Wanted when the three sixty first came out. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was the uh, that was the original Most Wanted. Most Wanted got re released, but you know who made it? The was it Criterion team? Criterion Games. Yeah. So, this fucking game. Have you ever played Most Wanted, uh, the new one? Uh, I, mean, I guess it's newer than the original one. Do I have it? I, th- I might have it. Uh, it came out for no, the PS3. I got, I got a fucking payback. Oh, payback. God damn. So the first one, yeah. they, <laughs> the, the, the uh, Hot Pursuit was, I think, uh, the, the sequel to it. Uh, no, no, no. Hot Pursuit was the, yeah. That that's, one came out that's before. That's old school one. Yeah. That was, once again, Criterion made it. And then they took all the good stuff from it. And they made Most Wanted. And Most Wanted... Um, which was uses the same name as that 2004 Most Wanted that also came out when the Xbox 360 first launched. Now mm-hmm. this this fucking game, dude, is so goddamn stylistic. This is my favorite racing game of all time, by the way. Need for Speed Most Wanted 2012. Um, I'm just gonna put it in the Discord in case you want to read it. This is such a fun fucking racing game because it takes all the cool shit of Burnout. Because the last Burnout that came out was like the one from like '09. Paradise. Yeah, it takes all the cool shit from it and puts it in and it gives you an open world. It's not too crazy. The only thing I don't like about Most Wanted is I think the cops can sometimes get a little bit annoying. But um, the Most Wanted, like, dude, this game had very stylistic cutscenes for the cars. Yeah, that's what you want because the first one had that. It was badass. Especially yeah. when you challenge the boss and they just come like rolling yep. in and then you guys just like do all this crazy Fast and the Furious shit. That was really cool. Now, it's it's not like that. This is more like abstract. And not only that, but each level had its own like weird like mindfuck intro for what a, for what a racing game level should look like. Okay. You're selling me on this. Dude, but they never re-released it, so it's only on the PS4 or I mean the PS3 or the Xbox 360. That's good, because I got a PS3, so... Oh, really? Uh, dude, if you want this, I can send you my copy. Because, <laughs> um, uh, let me... I'm trying to look at the most wanted... Uh, well, 2011. Well, anyway, um, yeah, the Ubisoft stuff. The Ubisoft... It was okay. Uh, if you're If you're excited for those games, you got more of those games. Yeah, you get all the sequels of the same stuff you already played. So now you can play them again in slightly better graphics. There you go. Okay, so here here's uh the um the car intros. I'm gonna send it to you. Don't watch it all because in case you do get this game, don't spoil yourself on it. Because uh, I would say just watch like the first two. It'll, it'll be like uh like maybe a minute or two. But it's it's such a just watch this first one. It's it's a blue car coming into the picture. The it's the mm-hmm. Alfa Romeo, and the way they fucking introduce cars in this game, the mo- the most wanted list, is so fucking like I love this shit. Is so goddamn stylistic. I love this shit. I love this shit, man. This the, you guys aren't you guys aren't seeing what's going on, but this it, is cool, dude. Dude, the second car, the Shelby Cobra. Are you seeing that? 
Yeah, this is like, um, you ever seen the movie Need for Speed? No. There's a movie Need for Speed. They kind of introduced they, the car like dude, this. It's pretty they, they copied it from this fucking game. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they're both <laughs> the same franchise. This is one's a movie. This oh, game this is, is better. Nice. This game was made by Criterion. This game is better in every single way. Yeah. Anyway, guys, check out the intros for Need for Speed Most Wanted um, 2012. The, the the cars the the most wanted list they have this these cinematic car intros and they look fucking sick dude like Criterion yeah, is something really cool because they were like you know what having a story and a need for speed game is fucking stupid let's just have cool ass concept art come to life yeah that's why I like well, my favorite one was Carbon because I like doing the canyon races and then drifting oh in the those canyon. were cool I played that, that on was, the Wii. That was so much fun. Like, like, that's what I wanted. That shit was so much fun. It was like Tokyo Drift, but just the whole game. I'm like, this is sick. Yeah, I had so much fun just tuning my car so I could get the right RPMs to drift the entire, like, canyon. That was fun. But, uh, but most wanted is just, in t- Need for Speed game, it's just my favorite. I like the way the car's introduced. I like the way when you get to a new level, the way the level's introduced. Like, it's so, it reminds me a lot of uh, Inception. Yeah, I like that. See, because the first Most Wanted was really fun. It was a good-ass time. So I it was a lot it. of fun. I remember that. A lot of I remember listening to a lot of Prodigy in the soundtrack for that game. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know who he is or what he looks like or what songs he made, but I just that name just, just all the time was playing on the playlist. <laughs> yeah. But I um, love how they introduced that M3. Oof. It was so sick in Most Wanted, man. Good times. Um... But yeah, that that's a really good game. Uh, I don't know where you can get it outside of maybe like a, a GameStop or Amazon. Can I actually Amazon? How much is this game on Amazon? Need for Speed Most Wanted 2012. Mm-hmm. Actually, Amazon has really good deals when you pick up <laughs> PS3 games because I got a couple, like Dude. the Mass Effect trilogy and Lollipop Chainsaw and for a PS3 game, this yeah. thing is twenty five bucks. That's impressive. <laughs> it's not too bad. You could get a brand new for $36. I'm not buying that shit brand new. My my second like favorite racing game, I would say, is actually Need for Speed Rivals. Which was Rivals. also... I remember Rivals. It was made by Ghost, which was a leftover team from Criterion Games. There were they two... It seemed ne- okay. Wasn't that the one you couldn't pause because you were always like in the world or something like that? Uh, I think that might have been it. Yeah. And then uh, the other one I really liked is Burnout Revenge, and those are like my top three. Um, oh, not Burnout I mean, Revenge, Burnout um, for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah, Burnout Paradise, was always good. Paradise, there we go. Paradise was sick. Yeah. Fun time. And the, that and, game was so just balls to the wall crazy. Yeah, and the team that made Paradise, they're the ones that made uh, Most Wanted, uh, Hot Pursuit, and then they also made um, freaking, uh, what's it called, uh, Rivals. Yeah. Before EA just decided to just throw them away to the trash. Well, I mean, that's EA. If they're not cannibalizing studios, what are they doing? Yeah. And then um, the the other thing is... uh Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, that's pretty much it for news, unless you have anything else to add. No, there hasn't been too much in gaming going on. Everyone's just waiting for um, these PS5... Uh, what is it? The pre-orders to go up. There was a rumor it was supposed to be yesterday, but that didn't happen. So keep on waiting, guys. Um, so one of our readers had a question. 
Oh yeah. Which I'm gonna what? look up right now. It's like what do we think about the Karen apocalypse and the TikTok hospital series that's on YouTube. Yeah, uh oh, is that really a YouTube only show? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was on like uh Netflix or something. No. Interesting. I'm going to have to look up some of these kids to see what their net worth is, because I feel like it's going to really hurt my soul. Dude, I wonder if Indian Joker is going to be on this show. Dude, I was just, like, literally watching that, because I'm watching these TikTok compilations, right? Because I'm trying to understand the app, trying to understand the humor of it, because the Zoomer humor kind of escapes me from my old boomer mind, right? And one of the things was the Joker face, and I'm like... What is this face, and why do y'all keep doing this? Like this is goes, funny. I can't even. Yeah, do like, what do you, what do you, what is this? I don't like this at all. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. It's just like awkward. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh. I I legit don't. I don't know. It's um. <laughs> I have no idea what to say. Yeah, I'm trying to understand this Joker meme. Like, I get the dances, okay? I get the dances. I get kind of the funny, ironic things of being in quarantine, but you can't do this, can't do that. Those are funny, right? Yeah. But the Joker face, I, I it escapes me. I, I don't get it. Just so, It seems like it's a trend just to be trendy. Yeah, I think it was uh, Cringetopia. That's where I saw it. Uh, it's a subreddit. <laughs> yeah, it's a subreddit called Cringetopia. Um, here, I'll put the link to it if in case you want to scroll out to see their top of the uh, Yeah, and it's just people being like cringy. And one of the first, one of the things that came up like crazy was, um, oh, actually, the fucking picture of the subreddit is the Joker face and a fucking furry combined. It should be. It should be. Yeah, like you, you see it right here on the Discord. It's the guy doing the Joker face as a furry. <laughs> I feel like everyone who just does the Joker face should be, they need the shit slapped out of them. Yeah, but Christopia, one of my favorite subreddits, is the, the, the Joker face was shown nonstop on that, which is how I, I heard about it. Yeah, my, my favorite was, uh, was uh, it was a while ago, was the, um, the good girls and bad guys one mm-hmm. on TikTok. It had that little song, why do good girls like bad guys? And they would like switch into like a guy with like a leather jacket and like gel in his hair. And I'm like, what is this? Why trash. does this exist? Trash ass. And it was trash, people who are, you would never think are like anywhere close to being bad. It's just like this is on uh, this humor, man. <laughs> this is pretty funny. This is on Creatopia right now. Is one of the top posts. Like, I don't know. It's like some of the stuff is just like, some, t- some of it's funny. Some of it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, who's laughing at this? I don't know, but they get really popular off of these TikToks. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, TikTok in general is just like cringe. Teenagers don't. That is the magic of being a teenager. You don't know you're being cringe. So whatever you're doing comes off as like extra funny because of it. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I did cringe stuff that I just don't remember about. I just They like, really put My Little Pony in the JFK car. 
I can't I can't do this website, man. Dude, Cringetopia is great. Anyway. Why? Um I don't know. But uh th that's where I saw the Indian Joker. That's where I actually learned about TikTok in general, because people started posting these TikTok things. They're they're I wouldn't even want to show this to like my family because I'd be like, "What are you watching on the internet?" I mean, uh, I show it to some of my family. I'm like, "Look, this is crazy." So they don't get it though. Sometimes they're just like, "What about it?" It's like, "Oh, it's just, it's weird. It's really weird." Okay, so what's that? What's the guy's name who made this request? Uh, uh just MK, who came from my YouTube channel. He's been watching for a long time. Yeah, shout out to Justin K. I appreciate the uh, the submission. So I did watch your TikTok hospital show. Yeah, and... give us give us a give us a review. Give us a hot takes on that. Oh, you want the hot takes on TikTok hospital <laughs> Dude, review? Let I me, want. Let me give want, it to you, man. I want takes straight out, out the you. oven. Give them. To, I want them straight out the oven. I want them smoked in that smoker where you put your ribs. I got you, dog. All right, so TikTok hospital, right? It starts off with these kids. I don't know why they're at this hospital, but apparently they're interns, but clearly they're not old enough to be interns because they're like freaking 12 and 13. So they're helping out at this hospital um, and like they're helping in different people, different like parts of the hospital, meeting different, I guess, helpers and whatnot. And there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a love interest there, a little bit of friendships happening. Dude, I'm going to guess that there's like everyone is eventually going to fall in love with everybody in that show. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, a lot of the supporting actors seem really good, but the main people I think who are TikTok stars, I'm guessing the young kids. Are the supporting actors their... adults? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Particularly one black chick. She's pretty good. Um, one of the older white guys who plays a doctor, he was pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised if he was on a TV show. Mm -hmm. um, but the TikTok stars, they kind of deliver their lines very fast. They don't have a lot of emotion. They don't react like very well. It's kind of bland to say the most. But of course, they're kids. So, how much of the show did you watch? I watched the entire episode. It was twenty minutes. Wait, there's, is there only how many episodes are there? Uh, there's a bunch, but I only watched the first one. Okay, because I'll, I'll watch it sometime later this week, and we'll keep up with it. Um, because uh, the only I saw a clip from a YouTube video analyzing the show. I can't remember what YouTube channel it was, but it was a dude that looked like he had an arrow stuck into his knee or something like that. Uh, well, spoiler alert, I think at some point some dude's going to get an arrow stuck in his knee. Okay. But, I mean, it has a diverse cast. It has, like, some white chick with a really deep voice, and she's kind of a bitch in the beginning for <laughs> whatever reason. And she's like, oh, my dad works as a, a doctor. And they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, all right, well, I guess that was some kind of reveal. Then it has some, like, goofy-looking young white kid who's kind of a jerk at first to a little kid, and then another girl helps him out. And then there's uh, the smart black girl who helps one of the doctors out. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if these kids got better with acting in time, but right now, it's probably going to only appeal to, like, kids who are, like, 13, 14, probably, maybe younger. Um, I, how did this show get, I wonder what the, I, I would have loved to be, an, to be a fly on the wall when the show was being made. So I, I just want to know what the pitch for it was. 
That's a good question because the pitch is wild. Because it's like I can't understand where this concept came from. Like, why would you want kids in a fucking hospital when they could be outside having fun and stuff? (laughs) But you know, a a better show would have been is that okay? They're all TikTok stars, but they're they're racing and like. Don't even make it like a rally car. Make it like a soapbox race. Mm-hmm. A downhill race. That, like, that would have been cool. A downhill race. Yeah, or like some Sandlot shit. Yes. Like little giant. Baseball game. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Something that is not serious, but can be funny because it's taken absurdly serious. Yeah, so I was looking at a little bit of TikTok stuff. I saw that there's a house of TikTok stars. I forget what it's called, but... I think one of the main girls, I think her name is like Charlie or something. She's worth like millions of dollars. Oh, Jesus. Tick- I didn't know people were getting like that much money for TikTok. Dude, I posted a, a Donald Trump video on TikTok and it got like 40,000 views. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's insane how. Uh, and to be fair, like I posted. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm on the volume of the phone. I posted. Two, because guys, uh, uh, if you guys don't know me, I don't, I don't like Donald Trump. So take that however you will. I posted another uh, anti like Donald Trump video on TikTok, and I don't. I feel like when people watch these videos, they don't watch them with volume or they don't pay attention to what's going on because um, there is some. Uh, I don't know. Just TikTok videos. Some of them you can watch without volume, and you'll get the point. But yeah. People just kind of—I feel like people just mindlessly watch stuff on TikTok. I would imagine, but yeah, they have that the hype house, which is the hype full house. Of, yeah, it's full of twenty TikTok stars. They're all white kids who you probably see in right private now. school. Hype house in Los Angeles TikTok mansion, Gold Rush. Oh boy. I can imagine there's like a lot of stupid drama that gets a lot of clicks from these kids. Two Dude, of these girls look at get exactly the same. Three of these guys have the same haircut. Yeah, all these dudes kind of look very Not similar. Yet. So I'm looking at this picture right now. Uh, watch, I'll put it on the Discord as soon as I can copy. I hate putting stuff on Discord. I wish it'd be easier. Um, yeah, so if you look at the guy on the far left. Second to second to far left. Look at his haircut. Mm-hmm. Then look at the guy in the center, in the middle center, and then look at the guy all the way in the far right. It's the same haircut. Brad, Chad, and Red. <laughs> <laughs> Laser. Blazer. <laughs> Razor. It? Razor, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Um, Rush strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make a regional qualifying match. <laughs> Yo, I love that movie. Yo, dodgeball's the shit. I love that movie. I like it when the credits Don't roll. My, At some point during the shame. end credits, Ben Stiller is in his fat suit, just like dancing and rubbing pizza all over himself and stuff. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I love when he put the pizza in his pants and the guy walks in. He's like, don't come in doing my personal reflection time. Uh, I think it's really funny when he's watching the 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 young one. He's watching the tire of some redneck's truck. And he's like, 
scratching his belly button. He's like, get into a real tight boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the dog's just looking uh, at him. Yeah, and, he, and he's oh just wearing God. like these small ass briefs. That is a funny ass movie. Yo, shout yeah. outs to Dodgeball. Great Dude, movie. Dude, my, my, uh, my favorite team in that movie is, so you know how when they get to Las Vegas and then they're having the, the finals for Dodgeball? Mm-hmm. I think one of the first team that they play, uh, you kind of have to pay a, a little bit of attention, but it's um, they play a team called uh, Skills That Kills. And it's a whole bunch of dudes that look like B-boys. And if you look at oh, what's yeah. actually going on in the match, they're straight up just dancing and break dancing, dancing. And, not, and, and not even <laughs> paying attention to what the match. I was like moonwalking. I was like, yeah, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that's a that's a good good movie check yeah. it out if you have a dodgeball hell yeah oh the next thing is the uh the karen apocalypse yeah well we'll keep up with tiktok how's that sound we'll, we'll watch it together we'll 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 give you guys a uh a week by week uh breakdown of it absolutely we'll, we'll talk about tiktok some more but i don't i don't know what's up with these karens man it's a lot of entitled older white females who are now understanding that the world is not theirs and other people exist maybe you shouldn't be cutting people off when you're beamer you know my favorite now they're kind of getting exposed my favorite is um this one where this chick's going through a dunkin donuts drive-thru also shout out to dunkin donuts way better macchiatos is Starbucks, just saying. I'm sorry, I rock with Doc, Dunkin' Donuts more than fucking Dude, every other time. They don't have place. it in this state, but when I lived in Texas, Dunkin' Donuts, you know what they had? They had kolaches. They were fucking delicious. They don't have it here. I don't know why. Maybe California has something against pork. Oh. I'm not sure, but we I really... Have. I miss the kolaches from Dunkin' Donuts a lot. I really there really is do. one place better than Dunkin' Donuts, which is Duck Donuts, like duck as in I hate yeah. ducks, but they make really good donuts. They're made in like duck fat, and they're made live. When you go in there, they're really fucking good. But what well, happened with this Karen at Dunkin' Donuts? Okay, uh, okay. Um, by the way, guys, if you heard something right now on my side, that that might have been my fault. Okay, okay, so. So we're, I'm a play by. I just put the link in there. I'm play back in the beginning. So we got we got to describe the play by play for people that are just like not clearly they can't see. So okay. this lady she's screaming at the employees like somebody about iced coffee. Yada 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 yada. Blah, 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 blah. She gets her food, snatches it from the employee, and then the reason she's mad is because she thinks that the employee at the drive through used the f word against her. Which I don't know if it's true or not. It's probably not a good reason to get mad. Points at the person. Opens the door and when when she opens the door, here's the thing, guys. Uh, she opens the door and she uh, you know how when you open the door, you can kind of, you know, talk openly. Mm-hmm. You know, your door is open. You can step out if you want. Yeah. She decides to open the door, put one hand on where the door handle is, put another hand on top of the door, and then put her head through a window like a goddamn idiot. I see this. And then decides to continue yelling at the custom, at the, the person in there. They give her her iced coffee or, or a bag or something. She throws it on the floor. And then she, just, uh, she decides to throw it back in the window. And then they throw it back at her. 
And then she just drives up yelling, BITCH! It's my fairy Karen video. Oh my god. So yeah, I think Karens need to understand that people who work these jobs every day, they're not trying to bother anyone, not trying to treat anyone differently. They're trying to make it through their eight-hour shift, get home and do whatever they want with their girlfriends or their loved ones, or maybe go to school. So, I mean, have a little bit of empathy for your fellow workers and food service industries and whatnot and i think that can go a long way because there was a time when you had to work a job like that so try to use a little bit of understanding i'm putting it right here that i gotta put a link to this current video in the comment section that way people can see it if they want to this uh it's not the best thing and you don't need to pop off on like over little stuff life goes on you know you know, if Dunkin' if, Donuts or not, if you're getting mad over an iced coffee, you need to uh, reassess your life. Yeah, I saw one Karen like pull a gun on a chick because she said she bumped her. I'm like, this is nuts. I think like, I saw that. Why one. would that you one, do that? That one's not good because you need to have, you need to have like, if you're gonna be wearing, if you're gonna be rocking a gun, you need to have trigger discipline. You can't just Absolutely. be pointing your gun at people that annoy you all the time. Yeah, someone bumps you by accident and says sorry. It's not them trying to like be racist to you or whatever she thought was going on. I don't know, but that's not something you want to pull a gun on someone for. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she got arrested too. I she might have. I mean, I hope she did. I I really do because it's like that person that that was calling the uh, the police on that uh, New York Park state worker, the one that was choking her dog. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, she got she got she actually just um got pressed with charges. Uh what's I don't her blame. What was her name? She was called the the uh New York Park Karen or something like that. <laughs> New York Park Karen. Oh, I'm not God. even kidding. Or State Park Karen, I think that was her name. I saw another dog video like that. The lady was oh, like God. this man's dog is assaulting me. And she called him like a like a great dane or something. It's this little like barely six inch off the ground puppy i'm like what the hell is that she calling that big dog like vicious i'm like come on man yeah central park karen what's her name yeah and apparently she was despite bird <laughs> god damn it yeah she uh she got pressed for actual charges and you know she it's you cannot call the police and tell them that you're getting threatened when you're clearly not yeah, and she's probably the type to be like, you guys shouldn't be race- wasting taxpayer money on stupid menial shit. And then, of course, you get in a conflict with someone. What's the first thing you do? Call the cops, tell them you feel threatened. So, yeah. come on. I mean, not only that, but like you're put, you're riling up the cops. They're they're going to enter the scene with a heightened state of awareness. Mm-hmm. For something. Yeah, they you're, shouldn't, like, you're weaponizing the cops at that point. Yeah, you're. That's not good for anyone like you're gonna because what the worst case scenario is that some poor cop is gonna shoot the guy because he was given bad information mm-hmm. and that guy's gonna die because some lady felt uncomfortable that he was walking by her at a, par- a park he worked at yeah or whatever he was doing wasn't he like bird watching or something it's like it's I, so stupid i don't know the whole thing is dumb though like People need to fucking chill with that. Like, you, you should not be, you should not be calling the cops. The, the cops are not your your go men. <laughs> they are like, when I call them. <laughs> like, just chill. Like, uh, like it. 
I know, it it does bother me that people um do uh, do that kind of shit. It, that is that's just not cool. Yeah, now it sucks because like if I want to use the police now, one of my lines was going to be "I'm a white woman, come quick." Now I'm not sure if they're going to do it. Yeah, because Karen ruined it. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, I feel like we're going to end this podcast, and then like uh, within the week, something else is going to happen. Another Karen is going to do something. <laughs> of course, there's probably some Karen shit happening right now. Yeah, I don't want to wear my mask, so I'm going to gonna, destroy all these I'm gonna, masks. I'm going to look up Karen right now on Google. I'm looking it up. Of course. I'm going to go to tools. Anytime. I'm going to put past 24 hours. Then we we're going to put this. We're going to put news. Okay. Karen straight. Karen had a Cain and bad news endorsement for Karen Dolan. Karen mask is viral see-through. Oh god, the see-through mask. There you go, right there. That happened today. Do you see this? The see-through mask. Oh lord. So the see-through mask for anyone who doesn't know is a mask that is made out of mesh. And uh they, they made a see-through so they could breathe better. Even though uh, the whole point of mask is to cover your face. Or at least your mouth. My favorite thing that came out of the Karen memes was like when that one lady went on Facebook and she was like, the Karen term is way worse than the uh, N-word. So you shouldn't be using it. And the whole collective internet was just like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. If you're saying one word is worse than the other and the word you're comparing to cannot be said... <laughs> then you're wrong. <laughs> that that was a bold move, Karen. <laughs> There's a video that popped up in my uh, recommendation. It was from um, it was a really good video from uh, Samuel L. Jackson from Django Unchained. It was they're doing uh, an interview, and uh, he want they want to talk about the usage of the N word in the movie. And then Samuel L. Jackson to the interviewer just goes like, "Say it." He's like, "Oh, <laughs> we don't got to talk about it." It's like, say what? Say the N-word. He's like, well, if you don't say it, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> and it's a, he's just pressuring the guy to say it, which I, I get his point, though. I get his point. He's like, why Why are we going to talk about something yeah. that you don't want to talk about? I saw one like that. I had another black dude. He was like, why, why can't I use it? He was like, all right, go ahead. Go ahead and say it. He was like, no, I'm not going to say it. He's like, all right, then. <laughs> yeah, here, here it is. Here, actually, we'll end we'll end the podcast with this audio right here. This is a good this is a good way to end it right here. All right, uh, I'm gonna play it on my. All right, here. All right, we just play it. Yeah, we'll we'll end the podcast right here on this audio. Is that cool? Yeah, we're gonna call okay. we're gonna call the Karen the K word now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna put this in the Discord, but uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ramavlos underscore yt. You can follow me on YouTube at iHeartGaming. I stream on Twitch iHeartGaming. You know what to do. Yeah, I'm your other host with the most, Rich Matic. You can find my stuff in the description below. Oh shit, we should have introduced. We forgot to introduce ourselves at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play this video real quick. We'll catch y'all later and uh, enjoy uh, this audio clip from Samuel O. Jackson being interviewed about the N word uh, when Django Unchained was being released back in 2012. Yeah, see you later, guys. There's been a lot of controversy surrounding the usage of, uh, of the N-word in this movie. And, and no, nobody, none, 
the word would be? Oh, I don't want to say it. Why not? I don't like to say it. Have you ever said it? No, sir. Try it. I don't like to say Try it. Try it. Really? Seriously? We're not going to have this conversation unless you say it. You want to move on to another question? Okay. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like, I don't want to say oh, it. Come on. Can, will you say it? No, fuck no. That's not the same thing. Why do you want me to They're say gonna it? They're going to bleep it when you say it on, know, on your show. Say it. I can't say it. If I say it, we, this question it won't make air. Okay, forget it. Okay, I'll skip it. Sorry, guys. It was a good question. No, it wasn't. It was a great question. It wasn't a great question if you can't say the word. I wanted to ask about...